Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. In the beginning, before time itself, God the Father, Son, and Spirit created. God in his pure selfless love created the heavens and the earth and all things good. Before he created humanity, he created a safe place for us to live together with him, where we can simply delight in his delight in us, just being together with him. In the Bible, God's love story to us, from the beginning of Genesis right through to the last words in Revelation we learn much about God and his love. The very first chapter shows how he takes great care in creating a home for humanity, even before he created us. In Revelation, we are reminded of God's love and the promises of things that are yet to take place. There are so many true stories of how God in his great love was intimate and personal with individuals and people groups. His desire is that no one should perish and all should be truly free is evident throughout God's love story to us. Yet one of the greatest expressions of God's love is seen in God sending his son into this world damaged by evil to be the saviour of all his creation. In that moment in human history, within time itself, came the Eternal One, who is forever God the Son. From the depths of the Father's heart, Jesus was sent. Heaven came down to earth in Jesus. He came to save us from judgment and eternal death, giving us his rightness and eternal life. He paid the cost for us, so that we could be truly free free from guilt and shame and the condemnation of our hearts and the lies of the evil one. The Apostle John testifies that he personally saw and physically touched Jesus, the Son of God. In Jesus' humanity, he was still fully divine, being born of the seed of the Holy Spirit. John experienced firsthand God's love in Jesus. He was there when Jesus proclaimed the good news of his coming to earth. John was eyewitness among others that Jesus brought freedom to the captives, healing the brokenhearted, setting at liberty those who are oppressed, and he opened the eyes of the blind. That is, physically, spiritually, mentally and emotionally. At the foot of the cross, the Apostle John saw the Son of God willingly sacrifice his life for all humanity. Jesus' sacrifice was for the whole world. That includes every individual throughout the ages. Jesus sacrificed his life for even those who would never receive him. For such was the selfless love of God, 
even in his most painful hour, Jesus' thoughts were for others. Yes, John was there. Through the gospel that John wrote, he testifies the truth that all who receive Jesus' sacrifice of himself become a child of God. It is the love of God the Father that is lavished upon us in the gift of Jesus the Son. God the Father has gifted Jesus to us. In the Apostle John's letter to the disciples of Jesus, John has much to say about God's love. He reveals the love of the Father, the love of the Son, and the love of the Holy Spirit, that the three are one. And John's letter was written so that every disciple of Jesus could live in the fullness of the truth of who he is and what he has done and will do. That is, live in the fullness of the truth now in this world damaged by evil and in the fullness of it in future time in the new heaven and the new earth where all evil has been eliminated and we live with him for all eternity. So let us go to John's first letter. 1 John, chapter 3, verses 1 to 9. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin, because he has been born of God. The writer John dramatically declares, Behold! Behold in this context means to discern clearly, to perceive and to experience specifically to discern, perceive, and experience the love of God. The love of God that has been bestowed or given as a gift from God. And the act of giving is the main action of this text. 
It is God's gift of himself to us, as he is love. It is such an incredible honour and demonstration of unconditional love that God the Father calls us his children. God's love is so great that upon receiving Jesus, he graciously calls us his own. He will never deny us, shame us, reject us or disown us. For our identity as a child of God is his identity and all of himself that is his gift to us. It can never be taken from us, and God never takes back what he gives. He gives unconditionally, freely, without shame, without blame, we are able to receive from him. At Jesus' return we shall be fully transformed, receiving our glorified eternal bodies. So we live in the present reality of who God is and who we are in him and the future hope of his return. The writer John states that everyone who has the hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. As Jesus is pure, we purify ourselves by choosing to receive God's free gift of Jesus. Whoever receives Jesus practices righteousness and all sin, past, present and future, is taken away. The love of God is so great that the Son of God became human so that he would destroy the works of evil that humanity gave power to. So whoever refuses to receive Jesus and his sacrifice of himself commits sin. The sin that aligns oneself with Satan is the sin of rejecting God and his right to rule and reign. In this instance, rejecting Jesus' sacrifice of paying the cost for every offence ever said, thought or done against each other and against God. In rejecting God, rejecting Jesus, a person denies their only pathway to salvation and actually aligns themselves with Satan. 1 John chapter 2, verse 23 Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. In rejecting God's gift to humanity in Jesus' sacrifice of himself, A person rejects the Father's witness of himself in the Son. 1 John, chapter 5, verses 10 to 13. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. And this is the testimony, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, 
and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Receiving Jesus' sacrifice is to receive the Father's gift and his abiding spirit within. The love of God, Father, Son and Spirit is expressed in him abiding in us, making his home with us and identifying with us. Remember the Father calls us his own. The Spirit of Truth is a witness to the truth about God and his great love given in Jesus' sacrifice to us. 1 John chapter 3, verses 23 to 24 And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, as he gave us commandment. Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given us. God's commandment, or in this instance his authoritative prescription, is that we believe in him. To believe is to commit to God and put our trust in him. That is to accept and receive God's gift of salvation, to give total allegiance to God and worship only him. Having received Jesus, we receive his love and spirit within. 1 John chapter 4 verses 12 to 19 No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as Saviour of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believe the love of God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. It is a daily journey to live in the reality of his love, truth and power. Each day is a new day to take a moment to surrender and receive more of him. More of his love, 
living in a greater reality of the truth and being transformed in his power. As God transforms us more and more with his love, it is with his love in us that we love one another. Out of a revelation of his love, all fear is cast out and condemnation is removed. In receiving Jesus as our Saviour, we are passed from judgment. God's love is for each one. It's unconditional and it's unending. His love is so great that it cannot be contained. The love of God flows freely from the Father's heart, through the Son, and abides in everyone who says yes to Jesus, yes to God. We have his abiding spirit within. And yes, it is a daily journey to surrender and receive more of him. And it is only through his love in us that we can love God. 1 John chapter 4 verses 9 to 10 In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Jesus is not only the saviour of the world, but became the sacrifice that humanity demanded. Humanity chose to give their God-given power to rule and reign over the earth to their selfish desires and evil. As a result, death entered God's once perfect world. With humanity's selfish desires given power, it is those selfish desires that demand that someone has to pay the cost for all the injustices. It is humanity's selfish desires that pridefully blame others or even God. So God, in his selfless, pure love, knew we needed someone to pay the cost. So he became that someone. In Jesus' life, death and resurrection, he made amends for all the offences said, thought or done by humanity against each other and against God. Jesus paid the cost for us and willingly laid down his human body to set us free. Free from judgment, death and the condemnation of our hearts. For in God sending Jesus to be the saviour and sacrifice is the ultimate expression of his love. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.